So the government's due to make some announcements today giving police more powers when it comes to accessing gang members' assets. They'll be able to force gangs or their associates to prove how they paid for their assets without proof they benefited from a crime. They'll also be able to seize New Zealand-based assets of people overseas as well as a separate loophole, which will mean KiwiSaver can be accessed to repay fraud cases. So is the solution needed for our gang problems or not? Nationals Police Spokesperson Mark Mitchell joins us now. Morning to you, Mark. Good morning, Kate. Thanks for having me on this morning. Pleasure. What do you make of this? I would say any step towards toughening up on gangs is a step in the right direction, but are we going to have any traction here or no? Yeah, look, and I totally agree with you, and I think that um, tightening up the proceeds of crime and a reverse onus proof on gang members in terms of if they're, if they're purchasing um, property or, or high-value assets um, is a very good thing, and we'd support that. Um, I think that it's a response by government that last week got a very hard time about the fact that the police minister hadn't visited any ram raid businesses or victims, and that only five businesses have been able to access a $6 million fund that was um, announced five months ago. So I think they've had to try and respond to that. And because it hasn't been, I don't think it's been thought out properly because the, the amount of detail around it is very, very loose. Um, I don't think it's going to pass a bore test by the Attorney General. I mean, um, they're saying that friends, associates, um, family members, I mean, that's very broad in terms of giving the police powers to target um, those people. So I'll be very interested to see what sort of comes through the process. And by the way, Kate, it's way too late. Um, If they wanted to do something meaningful, they should have adopted our gang, um, our suite of gang policies that the gangs have come out against and railing against because they know that it would make a real impact on them right now in terms of taking guns out of their hands, dealing with the the amount of gun-related crime and gang violence that we've seen in this country. These two measures don't really go anywhere anywhere towards actually doing that, addressing the problem that's right in front of us right now. Because for, for a lot of us, for you know, for the general public, I mean, you, what, you're, what you want addressed is, is our experiences, which is gang members uh, congregating, intimidating people, taking over the roads, yes. that kind of thing. Uh, absolutely, and that's the problem with this legislation. It doesn't do any of that. Um, it goes after um, assets, which is a good thing, but... Gangs are very sophisticated now. They're very good at avoiding and, and finding um, ways around uh, or, uh, money laundering. So um, tightening up on those rules are good. But they're not going to make any tangible impact right now on the amount of gang violence and gun violence that we're currently experiencing as a country. Um, and that's why we sort of challenged the government and said, you know, adopt our policies. The gangs themselves have been out in recent weeks attacking us, saying vote for Labor, don't vote for National, because um, our policies are too tough. So what will actually start to make a difference. So what other powers should the police have then? Because I feel like this is a government who took a lot of powers away from police and they're now having to drip feed them back in. Yeah, well, look, one of the things they've done is they repealed the three strikes legislation, which was the only tough piece of um, sentencing legislation that we had to deal with gangs and and recidivist violent offenders. They passed the prohibitions for firearms prohibition order that had no new search powers in it. That was a huge lost opportunity for them in terms of giving the police the powers they need to remove um, guns from gangs. Um, and, and other than this legislation here, which seems to be a knee-jerk reaction to try and soften the political blow that they, blows they were coming under last week, there hasn't been anything meaningful done by this government at all. In fact, quite the opposite. Their, their uh, policy settings have seen a massive fuel in gang numbers, a, a big increase in violent crime, you know, the worst gang violence that we've ever experienced as a country. And um, and now they've come out with this announcement. And, and the second part of the announcement, Kate, around trying to tighten up on um, 
you know, uh, uh, whether or not people can access their Kiwi, uh, their Kiwi Saver funds. Mm. That was a public servant. That was a public servant. I'd, I'd like to see the data the police have showing that gangs are using our Kiwi Saver to launder funds through it. If they, if they are, they're good, tighten up on it. But quite simply, that was nothing to do with gangs. That was an appeal court decision that said, can you tighten this loophole? Mark, uh, it's depressing. Thank you very much for being with us. Mark Mitchell, who's Nationals Police Spokesperson. Kate, this government's always protected gangs. Kate, new powers to the police, great. They can go to Central Hawke's Bay and seize back the 2.8 million Cindy gave them. <laughs> it's a joke. Uh, thank you very much.